Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, welcome to Freedom Friday. Today's date is November 10th, 2017. In the year 2025. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Did, there a song like that? In yes. The year 25, 25, yes. something like that. It always gives me the creeps, man. I freak out every time I hear it. You know. Hey, today's going to be something different, Miss Capel. Eh, how is that? We're going to talk about one story One story right, and answer some questions hopefully and do it biblically i got some bible that may answer the question of what's going on all right got it well let's get going we're going to talk about this church massacre that occurred in texas mm. not going to go over the whole story more than likely you know what happened because yeah. you've been watching the news. Those of you in other countries, I'm pretty sure that you would know what was going on with the church massacre in Texas. I hope you do. Um, but I'm not going to go over the whole story. Just going to read one article that came out on the 9th. Okay, on the 9th. The shooting happened on the 5th, that uh -huh. was Sunday. Mm -hmm. So this came out, I'm sorry, it came out the 7th, two days later, from the Daily Mail. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Yes, so the shooting happened Sunday on the 5th. Two days later, this article came out. The reason why I'm reading just this article is that I have noticed that when an event happens, right away, you know, the media and people are trying to look for answers, trying to figure out what, who the, who the person was and all the stuff. So a lot of information comes out that then later disappears. Mm -hmm. So it's important to preserve that initial information. Yeah, they change the narrative. Exactly. That's the perfect word for it. Mm -hmm. They changed the narrative. Just like the Las Vegas shooting, it changes. This changed. Well, what I noticed about this particular article is when they talked about this shooter... They really emphasized that he was a militant atheist. Mm -hmm. He hated religious people, more than likely Christians. He hated them. Later on in the week, as I begin to read articles about him and about the shooting, that particular part of the narrative disappeared. Isn't that interesting? Yes. They quit emphasizing the fact that he was a militant atheist. Uh-huh. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Yep. 
And the other thing, when this came out, the guy's a militant atheist. He kills people he hates, right? Christians yeah. in a mm-hmm. church. It's obviously a hate crime. It's a hate crime. Just like anybody would go into a synagogue and kill people there because they're Jews. They hate Jews. Mm-hmm. Or um, go to a mosque and kill Muslims because they hate Muslims. It's a hate crime. It's hate crime. But I hear now law enforcement saying that it's not a hate crime, that this guy, it's more like a domestic violence. This guy just had problems with his in-laws and family problems. So he went there hunting his mother-in-law and then killed, you know, little, little babies in the process. Yeah, because it was a family thing. So he shot little babies point blank while they cried because it's a family thing. You see, they don't dare now go to the atheist part. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you could offend somebody, Miss Capel. Yeah, you don't want to offend anyone. You want to offend the atheists. I, I, you know what? I'm just saying that I really don't know what, what the reason is why they would change that. But it's clearly a hate crime, and the fact that the militant atheist narrative has dropped off. At least I noticed that in this last week. Mm-hmm. It's it's so reptilian. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about. That and the questions that some of you may have, and I know a lot of people probably have questions like, how could this happen? To church people. Right. How can this happen to Christians worshiping on a Sunday? Where was God? Mm-hmm. Where was the protection of God? Okay. And I hope I don't offend anybody, but we live in a day of offense. But what happened Sunday to a bunch of churchgoers is no different than what happened October 1st in Las Vegas to a bunch of partiers mm-hmm. and revelers. Uh, how you say? Are you saying that the church people were any better than the Las Vegas people who were drinking and smoking marijuana and listening to secular country music? Many who believe, you know, who said, confessed they were Christians also. That's right. Um, so it should have happened to them and not happened to church people or confessing Christians. It doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. Does it? Nope. It doesn't work that way. Um, Another story I had read, and this goes with this, this last week, was that the shooter attended this church just five days prior to killing 26 people, Mm. including little babies there. Five days before. And you you know where he attended the church? What he did? He attended their Halloween alternative harvest festival where they all dress up in costumes. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't care. I really don't care anybody's opinion on this. I'm just telling you, Halloween is the day of the dead and you are celebrating demons. Yep. You're celebrating the occult and, and everything that is so wrong in this false reality mm-hmm. under the serpent Lucifer. Same thing with Easter and Christmas. But I'm talking about Halloween. 
So when a church celebrates these things and they call it another name, they lose that protection of the umbrella. Now, I know I, I probably just made a bunch of people mad. It, I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm telling you the truth. And if you can refute it scripturally, then go ahead. If you can say God's not the same yesterday, today, and forever, go ahead. Am I saying that's why they died? No, I'm not saying that. Am I, am I, am I saying it's not a, a tragedy and this is horrible? I'm not saying that. This is a horrible, horrible thing. It shouldn't have happened to these people. It shouldn't happen to anybody. But I want to talk about America and about the world, but about America in general on why this stuff is going on and it's going to increase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why you're seeing more lizard people, literally, they're lizard people, they're reptilians. Why you're seeing more of this species doing these things? Because the wall has been breached now mm-hmm. because of our occult because of our total apostasy, our total apostasy, that's not just for Christians to apostatize and leave the faith and doctrine. That's for everybody else who rebels against God. They're apostate. That's right. It, it, covers, it covers all humanity. And when you do that, you bring your own divorce to God. You divorce yourself from him and from his protections. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening here in this country and in many countries. And it's going to continue to rise until evil comes like such a flood. Like mm-hmm. such a flood that only God could put up that standard to stop it. Not for the world not for those who are apostate or not those who don't believe his word is true and follow him, but for those who do. Yep. In Proverbs 54, it says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. A breach in the spirit. Let that sink in. Perverseness is a breach in the spirit. It's a crack It's a chink in the armor. Mm -hmm. That's how they get in. You're not under the umbrella anymore. I've been preaching this for years, especially when it comes to these holidays like Christmas and Easter and God, Halloween, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. You're going to breach. It may not get you this year. It may not have got you last year. It's going to get you. Yeah. Because they're out there now. I mean, in droves. Everybody you see on TV, just about everybody on TV that's of any kind of rank level is going to be reptilian. Mm -hmm. They really are. They're a serpent seed. They look like you. They're in flesh suits. It's a deception. That's what they do. That's what they're here for, to destroy And the humans that follow that become that. They take that mark. They take that mark of that beast. They become that, that beast nature. Christ came to change that beast nature. But if we reject that, we're we're beasts. Mm -hmm. We're snakes. So let me go on. Daily Mail. Exclusive. Creepy, crazy, and weird. Former classmates say Texas gunman was an outcast who preached his atheism 
online before killing 26 in the state's worst ever mass shooting. Wow. Devin Patrick Kelly, he was 26. He shot dead 26 people. He injured 24 others in Texas. He walked into the First Baptist Church of Sutherland Springs in Texas. He opened fire. He was wearing black tactical gear, carrying a military-style assault rifle. He also had a, um, a skeleton mask on. Mm. And the only thing he said to the crowd as he walked up the aisle and turned around and faced him was, Die, you mother effers. Mm-mm. That was all. Die, you mother effers. And when babies started crying and little children were in fear, he shot them right. Right there. Right, right there. there, point blank. This guy, you could say, was a, a psychopath, but he was a reptilian. He's been a reptilian since birth. He, he's, of a, he's that other species. And they're all around us. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when they're going to get the call, man. We're going to get the call. And just because you, you claim Christianity or you follow religion does not protect you. Only under God's covenant are you promised protection. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you the way it is. He was shot by a local. Many of you know the story. And he died after a car chase when, um, after he got shot three times by another resident, a local guy. And apparently he killed himself um, after, you know, crashing his car before he crashed his car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I also read that he made a telephone call to his father and said, I've been shot. I don't think I'm going to make it. Former classmates have described him as an outcast, creepy and weird. Another said he talked about how people who believed in God were stupid. Mm. His LinkedIn account reveals that he was an Air Force veteran and ex-Bible studies teacher. And I haven't read or been able to find anything else on that. Mm-mm. He was court-martialed in 2014 for two counts of assault on a spouse and child. He, you know what? Also, when he was in Colorado, he was um, charged with animal cruelty. This guy was a real piece of work. Yeah, see, and that's always a really bad sign. Yes. That you're not... You're not right. You're not right. This guy was a really, he was like Stephen Paddock, the the guy, the Texas, I mean, the Las Vegas shooter, a real, real psychopathic piece of work. Mm-hmm. The Texas church shooter who shot 26 people dead preached atheism online. Now, this is from his former classmates. They say he stormed... Um, the First Baptist Church, Southern Springs. And when he opened fire on Sunday, they called him a creepy, crazy, and weird dude. Patrick Boyce, who attended New Braunfels High School with the killer, said he had a kid or two, fairly normal, but kind of quiet and lately seemed depressed. He was the first atheist I met. He went Air Force after high school, got discharged, but I don't know why. He, see, he he did a, a year in San Diego in the Navy brig for um, beating the heck out of his old lady and cracking, fracturing the skull of her infant son. Ugh. So he did a he did a year. Most of you know the story that the Air Force failed to enter his arrest and prosecution and conviction and year in prison, mm-hmm. military prison. They failed to enter that into the federal 
database, the yeah, NCIS. Yeah, because then they probably wouldn't have bought and um, sold him his guns. Exactly. He, he wouldn't have been able to buy firearms because of the domestic violence. Mm-hmm. But because they failed, he was able to buy those things. Legally. Legally. Yeah. Um, so it just shows, you know, I mean, the system that we live in is just, it's yeah. just cracked. It's just cracked. So anyway, this guy says, I was just shocked to hear the news. Still haven't quite processed how he could have done that. Another gal named Nina Rose Nava, who went to school with the gunman, she wrote on Facebook that she was in complete shock. She says, I legit just deleted him off my Facebook because I couldn't stand his posts. (laughs) Now, remember, this narrative of disappeared now. Mm Mm-hmm. This is one of the first two days later, this article comes out and now you're not hearing this narrative anymore. She says he was always talking about how people who believe in God were stupid and trying to preach his atheism. Mm -hmm. So that's clearly a hate crime on the church based on this. But now the the law enforcement, the sheriff's office is saying that it was just a family thing. Mm hmm. Another guy named Christopher Longoria replied, I removed him off Facebook for those same reasons. He was being super negative all the time. Mm. Michael Goff added, he was weird, but never that damn weird. Always posting his atheist SH blank blank like Nina wrote. But damn, he always posted pics of him and his baby. Crazy. Mm. Another gal said, I went to school with him. We had a few conversations here and there. It's not something I expected from him. He was an outcast, but not a loner. He was popular among other outcasts. I haven't spoke to him since high school. And another person said, I grew up going to school with him. Always creeped me out. He was different. You see what I mean? There are different species. This guy was a reptilian from early on. He just didn't wake up. One day and say, I'm just going to crack this kid's skull. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, that's just the stuff that cops came out to. He was arrested for. Can you imagine the stuff he did you don't know about? Mm-hmm. Apparently, he lived in Colorado and the cops came to his house. I mean, like numerous times. Numerous times. Mm-hmm. Different calls. The guy was a real piece of work. Yeah. Another classmate... Um, said that... Uh, anyway, she had moved away and from the area and didn't keep in touch with him. Uh, She said, I said, I just want to move back to Texas. And he said something along the lines of Texas isn't any better. Pretty, he said pretty much he didn't like Texas. I think he had one kid. He's still a baby. He was married, but I don't know to who. It's crazy to think I grew up with the same guy, same school, same town, same classes. And she says he was different in school and creeped me out, but never what I thought he would do such a horrific thing. Another person said it's scary to know this psychopath has been in my house. I can't believe I was friends with this guy. And I literally would stay the night at his place when we were kids. And he added, I ended up distancing myself from him in high school after he got in an argument with me in school and he tried punching me several times. Dude was crazy, man. All right. So I think you get you get the clue. Yeah, and the other thing I um, I noticed too is a lot of these people could sense something not right about them, and I think it, um, that's just a thing that we have if we listen to it and if we're sensitive to it. There are certain people that you get certain vibes from to stay away from. Mm-hmm. I think you should listen to your your inner 
instincts about I think stuff so. like that. That you know, like do- like animals, like dogs. Yeah. You know, they they um, they're sensitive to the weaker animals, you know, and stuff. And I think that's when we are around people that are not of the same kind as we are, we just tend to feel that and want to stay away from people like that. And you're right. And that's always the big thing. You know, I mean, it's like after these um, mass shootings and stuff, it's like, you know, people knew this guy. How come no one said anything? Mm -hmm. That type of thing. And you can't, you know, just start calling the authorities on every weird person you you meet or in your neighborhood. But that that is a real sense of if you're sensitive, like you said, was about mm-hmm. to those things. You go, this this something ain't right about this person. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's because your your spirit's clashing. Right. There's just something you don't like. You know, have you met these people? And you kind of felt guilty. It's like I don't know why I don't like this person. Oh yeah, I have that all the time. You know, I mean, he have they haven't done anything. They've mm-hmm. never said anything. But I just don't like them. Just don't like them, you know. Um, or you just see a little thing or you hear a little thing. It's like, hmm. Yeah, something you know. doesn't sound right. Yeah. And then you don't feel very Christian because there you are, you know, not liking this person. Mm-hmm. But there, there, there are a different species walking among us. That's for sure. Um, anyway. So you kind of get the you kind of get the point. I'm not going to read the rest of the article. It's on our Facebook page, Fifth Hook Media. Fifth Hook Media, huh? <laughs> Media uh-huh, if you want uh-huh. to see it. So let's uh, let's answer some of these questions after our commercial break on how could this bad thing happen to such good people, right? Right. Let's take a break. You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Hook Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. FifthHookMedia.com has a selection of ebooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit FifthHookMedia.com. That's F I F T H O O K Media.com. Remember, that's FifthHookMedia.com. F I F T H O O K. Kapow! What's up, yo? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm done, yo. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. Okay, we are back. Let's let's look at this uh, scripturally, because uh, you're not going to get this on the news, so that's why it's an alternative narrative. Let's look at, and you know what? There's scriptures all over the place that address this, but I'm just going to use one, maybe two. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. just one area, but it's all over the Word of God. So, why does this happen? How could people be going into church? On a Sunday morning, minding their own business and have this terrible tragedy. Or October 1st, how could a bunch of people just having a good time listening to country music be mowed down by, you know, a crazy guy? Mm-hmm. Right? How, 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 how does this happen? <laughs> Isaiah 59, Isaiah 59, behold, in other words, look, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. 
neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Stop. It says, look, God's strength is not weak. That he can't save you. That's what that means. The Lord's hand is not short, shortened. See, mm-hmm. the long hand, the, the might. It's not, right. it's not weak Mm-mm. that it cannot save you. So don't, don't think that God's weak or that God's on vacation or that he doesn't care, you know, mm-hmm. or he doesn't exist like this poor idiot thought, yeah. right? Because right now I guarantee you he woke up in a place where he's no longer an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. And that's not even judgment day. This is just temporarily hellfire, mm-hmm. torment. I guarantee you he believes now. So it says his, his strength isn't weak, that he can't save you. And you know what? His ear isn't heavy. It's not like he's asleep or ah, I can't hear, that he cannot hear. Right. There's nothing wrong with God that first verse is telling us. Mm-mm. So when you go, oh, where's God on this? Where was God that Sunday morning at the Baptist church? Where was he? Mm. Where was he at the country? How come he didn't protect those good people? Where was he? Where was God? Where was his strength? How come he didn't hear? It's, it's telling us there's nothing wrong with God. Mm-mm. Verse 2 tells you what happened. But your iniquities, your, your, are. Mine, yours, have separated between you and your God. Right. (laughs) And your sins have hid his face from you that he's not going to hear you. That's right. Wow. That's it. That's the whole Bible right there. That's it. That's the whole preaching. That's right. There's nothing wrong with God, folks. It's us. It's us. It's our iniquities have separated us from him. Mm-hmm. And the sins of this country has caused him to hide his face from us. That's right. He doesn't hear America. He's not going to hear America. Mm-hmm. There's no repentance there, folks. It's not going to happen. It's only going downhill more and more and more and more. This stuff's going to happen more and more. And verse three says, for your hands, your hands, our hands, Mm -hmm. your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. How about, how about this guy who just shot all these people? Do you think his hands were defiled with blood and his fingers with iniquity? His, his, his fingers were in the details of hate and iniquity. Mm -hmm. Of course they were. But it's not just him. It's that newscaster giving you the news also, isn't it? And it's his boss. And it's the station manager, isn't it? And it's that politician over your city, isn't it? And it goes on and on and on and on. There's blood on everybody's hands. and There's iniquity on everybody's fingers. Mm -hmm. And it goes on and says, your lips have spoken lies. Mm. Every time you turn on the TV, they're lying to you. Every time you're reading the news, there's an agenda. Right. They're lying. They're lying. Your tongue hath muttered perverseness. That's that scripture you just read, Ms. Kapow. Mm-hmm. Perverseness. What is the chink in the armor? <laughs> right? Yep. None calls for justice, nor any pleads for truth. They just trust in emptiness, vanity, 
and they speak lies. You know what I mean? That's what he's saying. Nobody's calling for justice. Nobody's like, this, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. You do this, this happens. This, right? Wouldn't you love to live in a world like that, a just world? Mm -hmm. Is there where people get off? Mm -hmm. You know? Everybody, uh, not everybody, a lot of people are calling for Hillary Clinton to be thrown into uh, prison. Lock her up, right? Yep. For what she did. She'd be locked up for treason. Uh, They run around. It's like when Jesus said... Well, has Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. It's all over the place, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Their heart's far. That's why bad things happen. It's, just, it's a biblical principle. Would we live in a false reality? This is a false world created by the serpent, by the dragon, mm-hmm. by Satan himself. We shouldn't be under his influence. Right. I'm not talking about nature. I'm not talking about when you look at a beautiful tree or you look at a puppy dog or a little kitten or nature. I'm not talking about nature. God created nature. I'm talking about the global system, the world system. That's satanic. Yeah, because we're in the world, but not of it. Right. Exactly. So when you follow that system and you're in that system, you're of the world, you're, there's no protection for you. Mm-hmm. It's not God. It's us. And then the last part of this verse, verse four says, they conceive. Conceive is just that. The word means conceive like when a man and woman have sexual intercourse and and she conceives from him. That's what that is. That doesn't mean like she conceived like I conceived of an idea. It means you conceive. They conceive. In other words, you could say they impregnate mischief. They conceive mischief. That means toil or effort, worry of body and mind, a grievance, perverseness, sorrow, wearisome, wickedness. You get it? Mm-hmm. They impregnate worrisome mischief, evil, and bring forth. That means to bear young they give birth. That little line right there says that they're having an intercourse that's creating something that's not human. Mm. They conceive evil. Go back to Genesis 3.15. God says to the, to the serpent for beguiling and deceiving the human, I will put enmity between your seed that's the serpent seed and the woman's seed the human seed Mm -hmm. and here you have in Isaiah God saying they conceive mischief and bring forth they give birth they beget iniquity Mm. that's a spawn of the serpent They beget iniquity, affliction, evil, idols, mischief, sorrow, vanity. Now check this out, verse 5. If you think my reptilian talk is a little over the top, it just got worse. (laughs) Verse 5 says, they hatch. They hatch. Mm. Which means to break or rip open, to hatch. 
Think of an egg. Hatch. They hatch cockatrice's eggs. A cockatrice in the Hebrew is sipa or sip-oni. Sif-oni. It's an unused root, meaning to extrude. It's a viper as thrusting out its tongue or hissing, Mm. an adder, a poisonous serpent. They hatch serpents' eggs. Come on. They hatch serpents' eggs. That's why they're not protected. And they weave the spider's web. Now, we're going to come back to the spider's web. Keep your mind on the cockatrice's eggs. He that eateth of their eggs dieth. Go back to Genesis. What did Eve eat of? The fruit Mm -hmm. of the knowledge of good and evil. What did the serpent beguile her with? A false wisdom. Your eyes will be open. You'll become as gods. You'll surely not die. All the lies. If you eat the egg of the cockatrice, of the serpent, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that which is crushed, beating the egg, breaks out into a viper. So if you take that egg in your mouth, it's a serpent egg, and you eat of it, and you chew on it, and you break that egg, you crush it, guess what comes out in your mouth? A viper. Yes, vipers, snakes, poisonous vipers. Mm -hmm. And what's the result of that? Death. Death. What did the serpent, what did the viper, what did the original cockatrice say to the human? That you will not die. Exactly. You get it, folks? This is why this idiot could go into a church and kill a bunch of innocent people. Mm-hmm. Devin Patrick Kelly had eaten of the eggs and they broke out into vipers. And he was one of them. Yeah. And he died physically and now he's going to be dead spiritually. That's right. I don't make those words up. This is what God just said. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the spider's web because not only do they hatch cockatrice's eggs but they weave the spider's web mm-hmm. their webs though you can look at that as ensnaring a, a prey right mm-hmm. like the movie the fly help me but their webs shall not become garments it's like they're so thin and so see-through they can't hide under their deceit like Charlotte's Web? That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we set out to deceive. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Neither shall they cover themselves with their works. You get it? Their webs shall not become garments. They're not going to be able to cover their works. They're, you're going to be able to recognize the serpent. How about Devin last Sunday? Was he able to cover his works? No, you shall know them by their fruit. Yes. And he ranted and raved against God for years. Mm-hmm. He, he couldn't hide it. 
Their works are works of iniquity. There's that word again. And the act of violence is in their hands. Mm-hmm. Dude, was this written by about this guy? Mm-hmm. It seems like it was. Yet thousands and thousands of years before he existed. So what's the deal? It's spiritual law. <laughs> yes. Amen, Ms. Kapow. Spiritual law. It applies to us all back then and today. Verse 7, their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed innocent blood. <clears throat> That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. There's that word again. Iniquity, folks. Unrighteousness, vanity, sorrow, wickedness. And guess what? Wasting and destruction are in their paths. Mm-hmm. Boy, this was written right about Devin, wasn't it? Yep. It was written right about Stephen Paddock, wasn't it? Yep. It sounds just like those two guys, right? right. And it sounds like a hundred more that are going to come after them. Thousands more that are going to come after them. And even in Proverbs, it says that God hates these things. You know, the, the feet that run to evil and, and people that make haste to shed innocent blood and evil thoughts yeah. of iniquity. These are all things that God hates. He hates them because they eateth of the cockatrice eggs. Mm-hmm. That's who you align with. So, yeah. Halloween, Easter, pagan rituals. They have the results. Anything like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's so black and white. It's so black and white. The way of peace, they know not. How about Devin? How about Stephen Paddock? Did they have any peace? Nope. <clears throat> And there is no judgment in their goings. Mm-hmm. They don't do right. They don't do right thing. He did, you know what? He shot those little babies. He shot mm-hmm. all those people. There was no judgment there Mm-mm. as far as mercy and correct judgment. They have made them crooked paths. See, in his mind, he's all crooked. He was all messed up because he's a serpent. Whoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Mm-hmm. Verse nine, therefore is judgment far from us. It's not a question. It's a statement. Because of what I just read to you, now in verse 9 it says, because of that, therefore, because of that, judgment, real righteous judgment, is not anywhere near us. <clears throat> Neither do, does justice overtake us. Now here's what's sad, folks, because this is right what, we, what we're living in today. We wait for light, but behold, obscurity. Darkness. Darkness. We can't see. Who's blinding the people of the world? Satan. Yes, the God of this world blinds us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity. The Masons of the first degree Masonic order, the first degree Mason, you know, you're blindfolded and you're, you're led around the lodge, right? And... um the guy who's leading you takes you to all the stations and you go to the worshipful master and and they go, what is it that you want? And he answers for you. The answer is to see the light. (laughs) So they want to show you the light of masonry, right? 
Well, that's a direct mockery and a direct ripoff of what God is saying. We wait for the light, but you're not going to see it. It's obscure. You wait for brightness, but we walk in darkness. Mm. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. See, that's what Moses said back in Deuteronomy, what would happen. Mm-hmm. Remember on the curses? Yep. Let me, let me read that to you real quick. Deuteronomy 28, 29, 30 says, And thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in the ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. Mm. Thou shalt be wroth, a, be wroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Your, your old ladies are going to get raped. And thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. You'll plant a vineyard, and you'll not gather the grapes. And it goes on and on. Uh, those are part of the curses. <clears throat> and we grow up as we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead mm. men. Oh, but the serpent says, you should not die. I like this one, verse 11. We roar all like bears. Mm. Why does a bear roar? Because he's mad. Look around you, folks. Everybody's roaring here in America about the White House. Roar, roar, roar. Now you got Hollywood sex scandals. Roar, roar, roar. Everybody's mad at everybody. Everybody's offended at everything. Oh, the football players won't stand for the flag. Roar, roar. Oh, this, oh, that, right? Then the other side, and mourn sore like doves. What does a dove do? Right? Mm-hmm. So you got some people that are so angry and they're roaring like bears. But here in Isaiah it says, we roar all like bears and mourn like doves. We're sad. And we look for judgment. We look for a righteous judge, but there is none for salvation. It is far off from us. We're and oppressed. You, yes. We are oppressed by our government, by Obamacare, by taxes. You're just oppressed. You you may think you live in a land of the free, but you don't. Mm-mm. Little pink houses, right? For you and me. Mm-hmm. Ain't that America? Verse 12, for our transgressions are multiplied before thee and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. There's the answer. Mm -hmm. That's why we roar like bears, and we mourn as doves, and we grope in the noonday like it's darkness because of our iniquities. Mm -hmm. They testify against us, folks. It's, it's, It's not a game. It's not a religion. It's not a building. It's not a church. It's not your worshipful pastor that goes along with your Masonic worshipful master. It's not that guy. That's right. It's all about relationship with the only true, only one creator God. Mm -hmm. And if you're not under that umbrella and that covenant, this then applies to you. That's right. Verse 13, in transgressing and lying against the Lord, the Yahweh, and departing away from our God, Elohim. 
speaking oppression and revolt. What's revolt? Let me look at that word here. Revolt. Sada. It's apostasy. Continual rebellion. Turning away. That's what that word is. Mm-hmm. In transgressing and lying against the Lord, departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt. Apostasy. Conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. This is the breach. That's the breach. And judgment is turned away backward. And justice standeth afar off. You know why? For truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter because of the breach. Mm-hmm. Yea, truth faileth. And he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. Let me read that to you again. He that departeth from evil makes himself a prey. If you want to live a good life and you don't want to participate in the world, you don't want to uh, support the gays by having a rainbow bumper sticker on your car, or you want to be intolerant by, uh, you know, not vaccinating your kids or whatever, you made yourself a prey. A target. You're a target for the reptilians. And then it says, and the Lord saw it and it displeased him that there was no judgment. And I'm going to stop there because from 16 on, it starts talking about Messiah, the -hmm. future Messiah, when he comes back in judgment and it turns around. But for this intents and purposes, that's where I'm going to stop Mm -hmm. on that one. Mm -hmm. You have anything to add on that? No. Let me take you quickly to Jeremiah 8. 14. This, oh God, this is like some of the saddest stuff you can read about the history of Israel, that and lamentations. Mm-hmm. This is right before Babylon is, has, is coming to utterly destroy Jerusalem and the nation of Israel and take it captive. God has, um, God has already given him, them uh, their divo- divorce decree. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they have divorced him. Sorry. They removed themselves. You can read it in the, in the other chapters. And Babylon's about to come and totally change history for them. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be that way. They were, they were God's chosen people, God's representatives on this earth. And they rebelled. They went in apostasy and they went the way of the serpent. And so punishment's about to come. Bad things are going to come. And it's the same stuff that's coming here in America and wherever you're at. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's going to repeat, folks. I guarantee it. That's right. This ain't just some prophecy that came and went and means nothing. It's going to happen again. It's happening now. And before it happened to them, Jeremiah and his peers, the prophets, God was speaking through them for years, Mm -hmm. warning people for years, his long suffering and temperance and mercy endured for years. And nothing's changed. No. God's still talking through his prophets. Exactly. And there is a demarcation line, just like there was back then, there will be today. I'm going to start with verse 14. 
And it says, why do we sit still? Assemble yourselves and let us enter into the defensed cities and let us be silent there. For the Lord our God hath put us to silence and given us water of gall to drink because we have sinned against the Lord. Mm. So Jeremiah is saying, why are we just sitting here? Let's get together. Let's go into our walled cities and let's just be quiet. There's, there's no there's no sense in talking about this no more. We screwed up and now it's coming. It's over, right? For the Lord, for our Yahweh, our Elohim, has silenced us. Mm -hmm. And he's given us this bitter, poisonous, nasty water to drink. Why? Why, why, why would God do that? Because they sinned against him. Exactly. Because we have sinned against the Yahweh. Yes. Hata. To miss. To sin. To forfeit. To be lack. Miss the mark. Miss the mark. To lead astray. Mm. Verse 15. We looked for peace. Peace, peace. Look at these false prophets today. Oh, mm. Trump's going to fix it. We're going to get new tax reform. Um, You know, this guy. Oh, well, we're going to get rid of Obamacare. Uh, wherever. You know, in your country, there's other stuff. They're all lying. Peace, peace. It's going to be better. Look, if you just get the iPhone 10, mm. if you just get the iPhone 10, everything's going to be better, folks. You'll be able to take these cool pictures, you know, and make your hair blow. And, you know, it'll be really fun. It's peace, peace. Everything's going to be good. So verse 15 says, we looked for peace, but no good came. Mm -hmm. Right? Keep looking. Keep looking for peace. Ain't no good coming. And for a time of health. But guess what? Look, behold, there's trouble. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, let's turn on Dr. Oz and talk about how to eat healthy. Verse 16 says, the snorting of his horses was heard from Dan. Whose horses? Nebuchadnezzar's. Nebuchadnezzar's. They were heard from Dan. The whole land trembled at the sound of the name of his strong ones. Mm -hmm. For they are come and they have devoured the land and all that is in it. They're coming, folks. The city and those that dwell therein. So they're hearing, they're coming. And they're just destroying everything in their path, but they're coming. Now, verse 17 is what I want to land on here. This, I want you to really pay attention to this. For behold, this is God speaking. For behold, I will send serpents, cockatrices among you, which will not be charmed, and they shall bite you, saith the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, that's prophecy, folks. That's God speaking to us. I will send serpents, cockatrices among you. You're not going to be able to talk or charm them. When Devon walked up and down that church, no one was going to talk him out of that or charm him or offer him money mm -mm. or soothe him. And they shall bite you. It's a spiritual law. Because in Ecclesiastes 10.8, it says, And whoso breaks a hedge 
a serpent shall bite him. Yes, shall. No question about it. You want to break your neighbor's hedge? You want to break the hedge around you? A serpent shall bite you. It's all in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's, It's all there. There are humans. There are serpents. There are reptilian. There are serpent seeds. Jesus called them out. Who told you of the day of judgment? Why? What makes you think, you seed of serpents, that you're going to escape hellfire? Right? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? John the Baptist. Who told you? Why are you here? Here to be baptized? You, who told you you could escape judgment? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I, I know you can read this and go, well, you know, he's used, you know, Isaiah, the Lord's talking about real serpents, the real cockatrice, and he's using it as an analogy. I, I understand that. But also, it's like Ms. Kapowski, there's a spiritual law there. There really are serpent seed out there. There really is another species out there that look just like you. They look like humans, but they're not humans. Watch them. You can see them. Watch, just turn on, turn on your mainstream media, watch any news channel. I don't care if it's Fox, CNN, you know, and I don't care what it is. It, it, look at them. Look at the reptilians. You can spot them. Mm-hmm. Listen to what they say. That's right. Any, any, how about any, any big music artist, any big author, any big movie star? Look, look at their fruit. Look what they do. Yep. Listen to the sound of their, the, their lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Why what would are they Kevin promoting? Yeah. Yeah. What they're devoted to and mm-hmm. what they're lusting after, what they're trying to deceive you to do. You know, why would someone like Kevin Spacey, you know, very successful, high ranking actor who has a muse or many muses that give him the characters, right? Mm -hmm. Why in the heck would he be molesting little boys? Why would you do that? Because you're a serpent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just because you're just blood on your hands and iniquity in your fingers. That's why they do that. It's, not, it's nothing new. It's not a big deal. That's what they do. And we got to stay away from them. Yeah. Can't be a part of that. Anyway, uh, that's all I have, Ms. Kapow. Well, I think that's a, that's enough for us to chew on. That's a, that's a lot to chew on. Um, so it's kind of a combination uh, Freedom Friday news thing mixed in mm-hmm. with a Monday show. Yeah. Kind of weird. It's very good. All right. So, uh, say goodnight then. We're out of Oh, before we go, we're going to say goodnight. Before we go, I'm going to play an advertisement. Is that how you say it in English? Advertisement. An advertisement, a commercial from the biblical language coaching folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's our good friend, Anthony Cummings. He's going to offer you some good uh, deals here up to January 1st. And uh, just listen to this commercial. And uh, and then after January 1st, he's going to go back to normal for his biblical coaching. But he is uh, setting up um, websites and, for lack of a better word, a business type of model to be able to bring uh, biblical Hebrew and Greek uh, to those who are interested in learning that and delving deeper into stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so um, we're going to play this here, and then so we're going to say goodnight. And after this commercial, um, adios. Ciao, babies. <laughs> <laughs>
Would you like to learn the ancient Hebrew or Greek language that Jesus and his apostles interacted with, read, wrote, and quoted in the first century? Perhaps you have a desire to learn, but assume that learning an ancient language is too difficult of an endeavor. Seeking a qualitative biblical language coach just may be what you need to consider in moving forward in your linguistic studies of the Bible. Until January 2018, Biblical Language Coaching is offering qualitative one-on-one coaching sessions for only $10 per weekly session. Normal pricing for an ancient language coach or tutor can cost up to $50 to $100 an hour. A recent client testimonial that we have received said the following, Over the years, I have studied Greek and Latin, both independently and through a variety of tutors. I believe I have learned much about what makes a tutor good and what doesn't. In the last year, I started learning Hebrew and spent several months evaluating various tutors and even arranging lessons with several. None provided the right mix of depth of knowledge, enthusiasm for the subject, patience, experience tutoring remotely, and the ability to use a variety of distance learning tools. Then I found Anthony quite by accident. I could tell from the very first session that he was exactly the right person for me. Learning a new language, particularly an ancient language, is a challenge and long-term investment in time. Finding the right tutor to help you through the process is critical. With Anthony, I have found exactly the right person to guide me through the process. I would highly recommend him to others who are looking for an outstanding coach. Michael Overly, California, 2017. If you enroll now for our limited special offer, you'll receive one full year of personal coaching sessions for only $400, which includes two months of free sessions. We also offer a six-month plan for only $200, which includes one month of free sessions. Again, this is a limited time offer. Our price will return to $25 per weekly session beginning on January 1st, 2018. Contact us by calling or sending us a text at 830-343-0407 or emailing us at biblicallanguagecoaching at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and consideration.